Riot Squad, a female-powered media agency proudly presenting Camp Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania's first and only DIY punk rock summer camp, September 1st through 3rd in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Come camp with us for three nights of non-stop punk rock all weekend long, with over 40 bands and tons of activities. Tickets on sale now at camppunksylvania.com. That's camp, P-U-N-K-S-Y-L-V-A-N-I-A dot com. See you there. Love this podcast? Consider supporting this show. You decide how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Visit the link in the episode description to support now. On this episode of Bonus Tracks, I am joined by Texas-based alt-pop artist Jackson, who is releasing his new single, Favorite Obsession, featuring fellow Texas artist Eddie the Kid. Hello, sir, once again. Hello. I know. I feel like we, we schedule these calls just to hang <laughs> out. I mean, we, we can do it outside of the podcast. <laughs> I mean, absolutely. I guess. <laughs> So I have I have listened to Favorite Obsession. I am I think it's it's safe to say that I am obsessed. Um, so tell the folks uh, listening, tell us about Favorite Obsession. Yeah, so Favorite Obsession. It's the last song I did with uh, UK producer Seventh, um, who did When Morning uh, When Morning When Morning Comes. I swear I know the my own songs um, and the remix to ready for love. Um, so this was the last song that we did. And I really wanted something right before Halloween that felt a little just off, <laughs> I should say. And so favorite obsession is just a, kind of this creepy undertone of a stalker saying like, you know, I have all these obsessions, but you're my favorite one. And that idea of having a favorite obsession felt very, just kind of creepy and odd to me. So I wanted to expand on that when, uh, once I thought of the title. Um, I actually came up with that title during another writing session with uh, another uh, Austin-based artist, Arist, Um, And we decided not to go with those lyrics. So I was like, oh, I kind of, I like this idea of favorite obsession. Um, so I, I played with it a bit. And um, once I finished writing it, it felt like it needed somebody else on it. Um, it just felt like a collab moment. So I reached out to my friend and fellow artist, Eddie, um, who happily jumped on it. So I'm, I'm excited for that. Love it. So if I wanted to include favorite obsession on a playlist, uh, what would, what would be the best vibe fit for, for that? Let's see, songs to stalk to? I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, just kind of Halloween vibes, I guess. That's what I had in mind. Um, but yeah, it's just kind of 
creepy and it's 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 definitely that electro pop synth pop that's my last single when morning comes kind of continues it feels a little darker um than my previous single which i i love i love kind of dark pop and dark sounding um, songs so um yeah anything that fits that kind of category stalkers dark music um songs that you probably shouldn't enjoy but still enjoy <laughs> When are you most creative? Like what time of day? Oh, I'm not a morning person whatsoever. It, I have several alarms to get up. It's, it's, it's not cute. Um, <laughs> so I'll have to go with night. I'm a night owl. Um, I can stay up and work on a creative project until the break of dawn if I wanted to. Um, so I feel most creative at night, but I also don't know if that's just, because that's who I am or just out of habit. Cause you know, you work during the day and then you have other things to do. And then night is when you have time to work on creative projects. So I don't know if that was kind of, I was born that way and wired that way, or if it's just a habit that built up. So well, I guess we'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> so if, uh, if this interview suddenly turned into like a tiny desk concert type thing, where would favorite obsession fall in in the set list? God, that is such a good question. So I've been performing and doing shows again more recently. So set list is something that's on top of my mind a lot. So I've actually thought about this. I think I would play it before or after. I haven't quite decided. But I have this other song called Curiosity, which that song is about kind of enticing and teasing someone to play on their curiosity that they, they, I sense that they have this curiosity, they should kind of do something about it. So I feel like it pairs really well with that song. Um, but I struggle and I change my mind constantly if it should go before or after the song. Like, do I stalk you and then you build a curiosity or do you have this curiosity so I stalk you? I don't know. It can go either way. <laughs> Interesting. Right? Yeah. <laughs> what what advice would you give to the next generation of artists? I would say experiment with your sound um, and don't worry about, you know, chasing numbers and likes. Um, get a, have, have some time to figure out what you want to do, who you are as an artist before just putting out music out there. Um, I feel like I've done a lot of experimenting in the last three years since launching and with my first single. Um, I feel like I've, this is kind of the last single in that explorational stage for me. Um, I think people can expect to hear more of a consistent new sound in the new year. Um, so I kind of wish I would have done more of that beforehand. Um, but it's also been kind of nice to have people on that journey with me. So I feel like figure out what you want to do and who you are and don't worry about jumping on trends and what other people are doing. I like that. So how much personal experience is in Favorite Obsession? How, how much of Jackson is in this song? That is such a funny question, given this song. I, I wouldn't say too much. I, I, I am a storyteller. Um, I just, growing up, I've always liked writing short stories and screenplays, and I like the storytelling aspect. So that's how I approach the song. It's kind of just another avenue for my storytelling outlet <laughs> um but i think there is signature kind of playfulness that i have and i bring to my music 
Um, so I think that element of myself is in there, uh, especially in my verse, my first verse. It's very, I don't know, very playful, very light. Um, and I, I feel like that's very me. If you had an extra hour in the day, what would you do with it? Oh my God. If I had an extra hour in my day, I'd probably sleep because like I said, I'm a night owl. So <laughs> having an extra hour just to sleep sounds amazing to me. Um, I mean, I guess if I'm sleeping anyways and I get that extra hour, it'd probably be spent on either songwriting or in the dance studio finding an extra hour in there. I mean, I dance a lot and I spend a lot of time in the dance studio. So the idea of spending another hour is almost ridiculous to me, but that's most likely probably how I would spend it. <laughs> Excellent. What, what was the moment that you decided that music was the career for you? Take me to that day. Yeah, I, so I've been singing and dancing since age of two. Um, and I know I mentioned that in the past, I have home videos of me just singing and dancing, recreating music videos. So it's something that's always been there. And I've, I've written songs this whole time, but I will say maybe about three and a half years ago, it was right before my 30th birthday. And I just woke up one morning and I was like, wow, what am I doing? I always wanted to do this. Why don't I seriously try? I don't want to wake up and like even further in the future and regret it. So that's kind of was the catalyst and that kind of led me to release Icarus as more of a official single. I released mixtapes before that or demos for friends to listen to and uh, family. Um, even though they didn't want to, I made them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, Icarus was my first like official single and I, it was a shift for me. And then it's still a journey because I think with every release, I get more and more confidence of like, yeah, this is what I want to do. I think it's just something I've always wanted to do, but I never thought it was like a serious path for me or a possibility. And I think in the, this day of age, there are more opportunities um, that I see and I, I want to jump on those because I don't want to be on my deathbed and be like, oh, I wish I would have done this <laughs> and gone for it and given everything I could have. What do you want people to get from Favorite Obsession? What do, you, what do you want them to walk away with? I want them to walk away with a sense of just kind of fun. Um, I, with this and When Morning Comes, when I recorded these, it, it, I recorded and wrote them during a time when I felt like there's just a lot of news out and the world just feels like it's constantly burning. So I, I had the conscious thought of like, you know what? As a dancer, too, I was like, I just want music that just feels good and I want to dance to. Um, and I don't care how odd or out there it feels, which favorite obsession has that kind of sense to it. Um, I don't want people to take it too seriously and just enjoy it. Um, I think there's enough of that going on. And I think there will be enough of that when I release new music in the new year. So I was like, you know, let's end um, this kind of era with um, something that's odd and kind of fun just to listen to and follow the story and get in the, the, the spooky season vibes. <laughs> I love it. What, uh, what kind of film would you most like to see Favorite Obsession used in? Uh, I feel like this would work really good in like a Scream movie. Anything with like 
there's someone lurking and it's just i don't know that, that, that feels like it fits um serial killers that kind of vibe you know <laughs> that's kind of stalkery but kind of fun you know it's light i don't know it's, I like that. it's a weird mix <laughs> so where will um favorite obsession be available to listen stream buy all that good stuff all that stuff it will be on everyone's favorite platform of your choice october 19th which is a wednesday um yeah, it's coming really soon. And yeah, I hope you enjoy it. And where can uh, the good people listening at home and all over the world find you on the social media? On Instagram, you can find me at Jackson and that is J-X-C-K-S-O-N underscore music. And yes, I spell Jackson a little differently because I like to be difficult. Um, <laughs> that's what I usually tell people. But um, and then on Twitter, you can find me at Jackson.music. Um, TikTok, I believe that is also Jackson underscore music. Um, yeah. Or you can also go to Jackson.com, which has a list of all my socials. Excellent. Well, sir, thank you as always. Um, it is, it is a joy and a pleasure every time you come around. Um, and until next time, because there, okay. there will be a next time. There will be a next time. I, I will be on every episode, every single version. It, it is a hostile takeover, and I'm not ashamed. <laughs>